Um. Uh, hello, it's December 7th, uh, 2021. This is the Bow High School podcast thing. I'm Athena. I'm Noah. I'm Mr. Dixon. And we're joined with Beck today. Hi, Beck. How are you? I'm doing pretty well today. Good. What do we got for events here? Uh, so some upcoming events, just some rough dates and times. We have December 8th, which is tomorrow's the Discovery Forum at 11.30. December 9th, there's a junior class meeting at 11.30. December 10th through 12th is the play. Uh, December 15th is a flex day. December 16th is the winter concert. 17th is the, 17th is the snowflake semi-formal dance. And the 23rd is an early release day before winter break. In school counseling, December 15th is the ASVAB testing. Uh, there's some homework help in the Learning Commons on Tuesday mornings at 7.30 and then Thursday at, uh, Thursdays at 11.30. So if you need any help with any sort of homework, whether it's math or science or some revisions to an essay or study sessions, whatever it happens to be, the library is open for that. There are NHS tutors as well as teachers on deck ready to help you out. Um... Uh, Wednesday, December 10th is the, wait, did it say December 8th earlier? Is that wrong? Uh, yeah, it is December 8th. It is supposed to be on December 8th. I, okay, this slide is wrong then. Uh, it's supposed, so tomorrow, December 8th, there is a discovery forum at, uh, during lunch in the library. Uh, where they'll be eating lunch and discussing the meaning of life. Personally, I just think it's 42, but I've read too much Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Same. <laughs> <laughs> uh, such a good book. Uh, uh, they'll be joined by a special guest, uh, Reverend Michael Luchtenberger, um, and all are welcome. Yeah, so this is a, like a great opportunity for, for people who are interested in philosophy and deeper questions and want to explore some things. Um, I believe this is Mr. McKaylin yep. and Mr. Yep. Cannon who are uh, trying to get this discussion. Why, why is it always one of those two? I am not surprised. Those two are... They, they find like the most weird and interesting things to just talk just talk about <laughs> uh, that's good right i mean that's great i think this is a great opportunity for people to this you know, have, have his entire class into coming um <laughs> and you know it, it is over lunch and you know we are opening the learning commons for this so you know you can bring your lunch the, the one time you can bring lunch to the learning commons but um you know so I, i'm pretty excited it should be a, a fun discussion i think and we, we don't discuss the food that happens in D and D. Well, we won't, we won't talk about that. <laughs> that, that. That doesn't that doesn't exist. What do you mean? I'm gonna buy you guys a vacuum cleaner for <laughs> the holidays. I think. All right. What else have we got going on? Uh, the winter carnival. The, uh, the next week. Is yeah. Next week. It is next week. On Monday is jerseys and concert T-shirts. So wear your favorite jersey or concert T-shirt for sport or concert or band. There's an enrichment activity, which is donut on a string and cornhole. Tuesday is anything but a backpack. Bring your favorite item to be used as a backpack, whether it's a kitchen pot or a paper bag. Just no backpacks. I mean, who, what happens if you don't need a backpack in the first place for any of your stuff because you're just bringing in a Chromebook case as your backpack? 
Well, you need something other than a Chromebook case, then, I would think. You just put the paper in the Chromebook case. You, no, you put the paper in a giant kitchen pot, and then you just carry that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to see it. the chaos of that day. Uh, Wednesday is Celebrity Day. <laughs> Thursday is Through the Generations, and this is the one I've heard the most talk about personally. Freshmen are toddlers, dressing up like toddlers. Sophomore are middle schoolers. Juniors are middle-aged and having midlife crises. And seniors are senior citizens. I'm, I'm kind of baffled by this one because... <laughs> I am like, so... This is going to be an interesting day. Are, so are the juniors just supposed to dress like teachers? Yes. <laughs> yes, I know for a fact that's what several juniors are doing. I just get to walk and go to see his sunny boy. I got to dress up as a middle schooler. And in middle school, I had bright blue hair. So... <laughs> 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 Don't. I, I'm not entirely sure how middle schoolers dress any differently than high schoolers. Uh, they're just louder. They're the, just the only louder. difference is that middle schoolers are louder. Oh, well. Um, I okay. I just wore and slightly this. more obnoxious. I, I literally in middle school I just wore like exactly what I'm wearing now. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I, and you can't really dress louder. I mean, I suppose. Can you dress louder? Well, I, no, I guess no, no, you no, no. They, they, they don't dress louder. They're just really loud and they slightly more obnoxious loud. in middle and then sophomores. <laughs> okay. Um, all freshmen, right then. Freshmen, freshmen are toddlers, so. And then Friday is holiday PJs. Uh, additionally, on Friday we also have the snowflake semi-formal dance. Uh, oh, the dance too. The uh, the there's two ticket options for the dance. There's a fifteen dollars if you want dinner with it, or you could just spend ten dollars to just get into the dance. Um, I believe the dinner is going to be some sort of lasagna dinner. I don't know whether that has changed or not. So from what I've heard, it's lasagna, garlic bread, and salad. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. I mean, yeah, that's uh, career exploration opportunities December third. 11.30 to 12 in room 1311 is a is workshop number four, the interview. It will cover what happens during an interview and what questions you should ask and what questions you should not ask. December that was, that was, that was uh, about Last four week. days ago. That's all right. Okay, then. Uh, this one's today. So today, 11.30 to 12 in room 1311 is researching the banking and management career fields. December 15th, uh, one o'clock in room 1311 is... Dennis Herbert from Granite State Credit Union. December 20th, 1130 to 12, in room 1311 is reflecting on the banking and management career fields. Uh, BHS is now a Purple Star School. Military, educa military Child Education Coalition supports military-connected children as they relocate to new schools due to a parent's change in duty station. The Purple Star School program helps with kids' educational, social, and emotional challenges that come that comes with frequently having to move. Uh, stuff the Bus is, I assume, still going on, so you can bring pretty much anything you can think of to donate to that. Um, I'm not entirely sure it's to, if it's still going on, but there's still boxes of stuff down by the lobby where you could put some sort of donation. There always seems to be a box down in the lobby, yeah. so if you ever feel the need to be charitable, there's always a place where you can drop it off. Uh, yearbooks on sale, $73. Um, the price goes up on December 23rd, and Ms. Hudak really wants your photos, so send them to her at lhudak at bonet.org. All right, let's talk to Beck about the play. Hi, Beck. Hi. 
So you're uh, you're in the play, or you're you're working with the play. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Okay, so currently we are going to be putting on um, the show called Play On by Rick Abbott. Um, it's a play where it's kind of like a show within a show. Um, so there's a cast of characters who are also doubling as their actors within the show. Um, and it's a community theater, and they're putting on a production of Murder Most Foul. Um, it's named after the Agatha Christie novel, not written by her. It's written by the eccentric playwright Phyllis Montague. Um, and they are essentially starting off um, four days before the show in their last rehearsal before tech. Um, And they're still being handed rewrites, the soundboard gets wiped, um, and there's like a whole bunch of chaos that leads into act three of the show um, where it just devolves into complete madness. Um, And um, tickets are going to be $15. You can buy them online or you can buy them at the door. Um, and the shows are uh, December 10th at 7 p.m., December uh, 11th at 7 p.m., and December 12th at 2 p.m. Oh, do you know why they chose this play over something else this year? Well, um, so our director, Kelsey Merritt, um, she really wanted to do something sort of like murder mystery inspired. Um, A lot of schools right now are doing like productions of Clue, um, they're doing productions of this other show named Rumors. Um, Kelsey has said to me that there were other shows in mind um, that didn't get passed along, but um, this is the show they ultimately decided on just because it was something fun um, and a bit out of the ordinary for our typical plays. Because before, plays were typically just like um, straight like Shakespeare, um, like Twelfth Night, Romeo and Juliet. Um, yeah, those types. Yeah. Well, it sounds like it could be a lot of a lot of fun, really playful and, and comedic. Uh, did you have uh, how how are the how's the crew doing as far as in the cast doing with the the comedy aspect? Because sometimes comedy is really hard to pull off. It, I can say that this show is probably, especially since our rehearsal last night, this show is probably the hardest I've laughed in a while at anything. Um, and I've been here since day one of doing the show. I've been. Uh, behind the table at auditions up until now um, and it is just the funniest show and the jokes never get old Um, so honestly anyone could see the show multiple times and they would guarantee find something new to laugh about Um, and there's a lot of like audience participation in it whereas so in the first two acts of the show the audience isn't supposed to be there um, because it's their rehearsals still Um, and (laughs) we have a lot of stuff planned out um, for when the actors or um, the characters like Phyllis Montague or like the director Jerry um, are down the audience, like sitting next to people. Inter- like it, it gets really funny with that audience participation bit, even though no one's technically not supposed to be there. So yeah, but it, it gets really funny. That sounds fantastic. Everybody could use a good laugh right these days, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that sounds good. <laughs> uh, so what's your role in the play? So I am the stage manager for the theater department here. Um, I was picked by Louisa Carey to be, um, essentially over the summer, I was assistant stage manager. I was in training to take this position um, and I worked on Little Women, the musical. Um, But essentially what I do is I take notes for Kelsey Um, I run the curtain, I cue people, so for lights, sound effects, um, I make sure people are 
outstage on the times they need to be outstage on stage. Um, I handle all the props, making sure no one's touching props they aren't supposed to be using. Um, and I run things backstage. Do you find that a challenging part of running a show? Is um, that a tough role? Yeah, stage managing is not an easy job. Um, I'm not gonna make it sound more like harder than it is because like I could be over-exaggerating very easily. And I know Kelsey's part as director is 10 times harder. Um, but once rehearsals are over, once the shows start, the job from director is handed over to stage manager and I'm in charge of basically the whole thing. So it's all kind of like on my shoulders of whether the show goes right or whether it goes completely wrong. Um, <laughs> and one cue being missed could mess the entire thing up and throw everybody off. So um, it's definitely a hard job, it's not easy, but it is definitely something very fun and something I'm very interested in um, and like pursuing after high school, so. How did you get involved in the play? Um, so when I first came to Bo, um, I moved here back in like 2018. Um, so for my freshman year, I had never been involved in theater before, but I'd always seen like a bunch of different Broadway musicals. Um, I had seen Hamilton at that point, um, Newsies, a bunch of other stuff because they were available on streaming platforms. And I just had like such a passion for theater, even though I'd never been involved in it a day in my life. Um, and I started out here uh, acting originally. I never did tech. Um, so I was in Little Mermaid, I was in the ensemble. And I uh, was in Romeo and Juliet as, I think it was servant number one, the one who like can't read. Um, and they were very small roles. Um, over the summer, that summer, I wasn't involved in Into the Woods. But then the following year when Kelsey joined as the new director, um, I auditioned for the play, didn't make it in. So then I decided to try tech because I still wanted to be involved with theater and have the experiences so that I could better get used to what running a show is like. Um, and um, so I originally did sound effects for You Can't Take It With You. Um, Kiss Me Kate never got put on. Um, and then I ended up going back to acting um, last year when I was supposed to be Jeanette in Almost Maine. Um, and then we didn't have a spring musical, but we had a summer musical for Little Woman. Um, and I didn't audition because I didn't like Little Woman at the time and I thought it was kind of boring. Um, but then Louisa ended up uh, getting in contact with me and asking if I wanted to be assistant stage manager. Um, and because no one else was available, I kind of said yes. And that's how I got to where I am today, so. Now, do you like the, the stage managing stuff better? <sighs> I feel like it's a lot easier than acting because I want to give credit to everybody who's on stage because acting is like one of the hardest things to do. Um, I know for me, when doing Almost Maine, it took me quite a while, like almost up till tech week, to even get like slightly comfortable with the idea of being on stage again in front of like an audience um, and like the pressure of having to be, having like more lines than I'd ever had before. Um, and having like a much larger role in the show. Um, it was definitely stressful and like learning lines. Um, uh, we have to do like, um, like these direction things where we pick verbs from a packet and we go through and it's like, what's our intention with this line? What's our intention with this movement? Um, and that was kind of like hard in a sense, but it, it helped get the job done and it made it much easier. 
Whereas doing tech is definitely a lot more stressful. Um, and um, stage managing, again, is not an easy job whatsoever. Um, but I definitely feel like I get more enjoyment out of it because I'm not worried about people seeing me and what I'm doing. Um, and I mostly have a headset on or I have a, um, a walkie on me um, to contact everybody else. Um, and it runs pretty smoothly once everybody has the rehearsals with show conditions because everybody knows the expectations of for what's set. Um, and we've already had practice of running what it's like to have an audience um, because at one of the rehearsals we had alumni come in um, and watch like a very rough version of the show. But um, it, it's so much easier to get my job done that way um, and everything just kind of runs smoothly. But I definitely do enjoy stage managing better. I hope that answered the question. But yeah, yeah I think it, I think it does. Um, I did I did a lot of theater production when I was in high school and middle school, and I remember one year I did stage managing, and it was a very different vibe and a very different set of challenges. Um, and I have a lot of respect for for both the actors and and stage managers because it is not an easy job trying to corral all those little kittens into where they need to be and like don't play with those props right now put it away. Yeah, I did a lot of tech back in I uh, up until really this year I used to do a lot of theater. It's, I've had to dwindle off recently just from other stuff going on, but I didn't. I did a lot of the tech stuff like lighting and that sort of stuff and. Definitely seems like tech is probably the e one of the easier sides, in my opinion. But it's still, every everybody's got their place, and it mm -hmm. definitely seems like some jobs can be, definitely, every job can be hard at times, depending on what you're doing. No, yeah, definitely. Um, one of the things that the actors have to do, um, it, it's kind of one of Kelsey's things to get people into the, like, the minds of their character better, um, is 101 questions. Um, so the actors have to fill out by off-book date, um, they get them at first rehearsal, off-book dates when they need or do, um, and it's just 101 different random questions that they have to answer in character. Um, and there are some really funny things that people have come up with. I was never really creative with it, um, but I know um, uh, there's one of the actors in the show who plays Louis, who is a, um, he is the tech guy, essentially, um, and he came up, the actor for him, um, came up with like this whole idea of like, oh yeah, he lives in an apartment by himself, he has a bunch of different cats, um, he's kind of quiet and reserved, but like once he's at rehearsal, it's kind of like his space um, to be. Um, and it's like what he's really passionate about. And it was just really funny listening to him like go on and be like, yeah, he could play piano, he could do this. Um, and it, it definitely helps you get into the mind of your character. Um, and for the people who are playing technically two characters, the characters within the characters, um, have to do 202. <laughs> That's, uh... <laughs> it seems excessive, but it is so worth it in the end. Like, it makes such a difference when people can get inside the minds of their characters and their characters within the characters. Now, this is a lot of weird, like, Inception stuff going on here, because now do, you, do they have to, like... So they have to do 101 for their character, but then do they do the other 101 from the point of view of the character playing the character? So <laughs> they have to do it. So like, to give an like, example. My brain is melting a little bit. Yeah. Now trying to so this one to out. give an example, Miles, I'm assuming you all kind of know Miles. Um, he is playing um, Billy Carraway, who is the actor in the show. Um, and his character that, Billy is playing 
is um, Stephen Sellers. Um, so he would have to do questions from the perspective of Billy Carraway and the perspective of Stephen Sellers for the show within the show. Hmm. Um, just like, so they have to be different um, and they're not really crossing over at all. Um, for Little Woman, that also happened because people doubled. Um, so in that sense, Miles was playing both um, Laurie and he was playing, um, what's his name? Oh my God, I can't remember. Rodrigo. He was playing Rodrigo as well for the uh, book Joe writes. So yeah, it, it just, it, it seems a little difficult to understand at like surface level, but it makes more sense like if you're actually doing it and setting it down and doing it yourself. Well, you got to get into the head of that, that character yeah. because you essentially become somebody else, mm -hmm. right? Cool. If somebody was interested in becoming, uh, joining the, the theater department, how would they go about that? So, as it stands right now, we don't think we need anything else really from people. Um, but for the next two shows, which are the spring musical and the summer musical, um, we're definitely looking for more freshmen and for more sophomores um, because a lot of the people in the theater department right now are seniors. We're gonna be graduating in June. Um, and if you wanna get involved, um, uh, we typically have a post put out on the Instagram um, for the performing arts department and the Bell High School page also shares it um, for when auditions are. And auditions are typically a week after that post is put out. So it gives you a week of time to prepare if you want to be acting. Um, and so like for a musical, you'd have to like sing a 16 bar cut of any song of your choosing that makes sense. Um, you get a little form that you fill out when you enter out of that, or it's a Google form. Um, and you'll hear back within like a week or so. And if we do callbacks, you'll hear for that. Um, if you want to get involved with tech, however, um, you need to contact either the director, um, Kelsey Merritt, or kmerritt at bonet.org, um, bhs.bonet. I can't remember what it is at the moment. I, yeah. Wow. Um, it's bonet.org. I can't. It's, it's complicated. Um, <laughs> and, um, or you'd have to contact me, um, and I would let you know, like, if we need help with the tech crew. Um, for this show, we have two sophomores involved in tech. Um, and they have gotten 50 plus hours for career exploration wow. from doing the show. Um, and that takes them up till through um, next Sunday after we finish strike and everything's put away and done. Um, so that's kind of like an incentive for people to join. Um, you awesome. will be getting career exploration hours for it um, as Kelsey or I will be signing off on it. Um, but yeah, so if you want to be interested or if you're interested in doing tech or you want to do tech, you know that for sure, um, you can contact me um, I don't know if I should say my email, but like. It's, yeah, you can always uh, contact the bhsnews at bonet.org and we can filter some yeah. questions that way too. Um, yeah, so however, just um, get in contact with me or Kelsey and that should be good if anyone is interested in doing tech. Awesome, thank you so much, Beck. I think we have time for maybe one random question. So we've got 20 questions and a D20. Beck, you want to roll the die? What is it? One. Athena, what is question number one? What's your favorite flavor of ice cream? <laughs> My favorite flavor of ice cream is either, uh, hmm, 
Cookies and Cream is definitely one of my favorites. Um, or um, I think it's the Friendly's Reese's um, Peanut Butter Cup, so like good. and like or like Fudge Swirl. Like it's a mix of those both. Um, I really like them. So those are really good. That's a good time. I have to admit, like Friendly Sundays, mm-hmm. those are a good time. Those are so good. <laughs> They're a bellyache waiting to happen. But they're a good time. The question Are, is, is it worth it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know. Actually, that that's a question I struggle with. Like, ice cream quite often gives me a bellyache, and sometimes there are days where I'm like, nope, not worth it. And there are other days where it's, yeah, it's totally worth it. <laughs> well, I think that's all the time we have for today. Uh, so, uh, I've been Mr. Dixon. I've been Noah. I've been Athena. I've been back. <laughs> we always do this in past tense for something now. I don't yeah. know why. Like it's, it's, it's just a thing we do. <laughs> At one point, I was Athena. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, that's what we have for today. And join us on Thursday for our video broadcast or listen to us next week on whatever device you're listening to this on. Thank you.